It's time for your daily cards. Joe Roderick and Bob Ramsey bring you your weekday Cardinals news and notes right here on Claves Online. Presented by Munganast, St. Louis Acura, and Royal Banks of Missouri. Here's Joe and Rammer. July 30th, welcome on into Daily Cards, the trade deadline edition, right here on ClavesOnline.com, presented by Munganass St. Louis Acura and Royal Banks of Missouri. I'm Joe Roderick, joined alongside by Bob Ramsey and Rammer. We are just minutes removed from the trade deadline coming to an end, and I, I don't think that I am overreacting I don't think I'm overselling this any way possible where I when I say that this is the biggest trade deadline that we have seen in the history of Major League Baseball. Padres, super team. Dodgers, super team. Giants, big, big missing piece. White Sox, super team. Mets, huge piece added. Uh, who am I leaving out? Uh, the Yankees. Yankees, Yankees close to a super lineup. Uh, Red Sox, uh, close to a super lineup. Uh, these these have been uh, remarkable, what, 36, 48 hours. Really remarkable. It is so I, – I don't know where exactly we should start with this because there is just – so... oh, We just had a, a text come in uh, Blue Jays. about the yeah, Blue Jays. There you go. BD, uh, B-Dog, 120, yeah, 1246 says Blue Jays too. Uh, yep. They go and, and add on to that. And just to – I mean – God, I mean, just, you know, we have more viewers right now of this show than we've ever had before, just to show you how important, how big of a deal this is. No. I mean, I'll read this. I no, mean, we're going to go jump. through, we're going to break up. I just want to, you mentioned all the super teams just quickly. 10 players who were all-stars this year in Denver are now, uh, have been traded. Joey Gallo, Nelson Cruz, Kyle Gibson, Adam Frazier, Eduardo Escobar, Kyle Schwarber, Max Scherzer, Craig Kimbrell, Trey Turner, and Chris Bryant. 10 all-stars have been traded. It's it's in, it's insane what we just have seen happen. And I guarantee you, Rammer, while we're sitting here and we're doing this live right now, it's 3.07, another trade is going to come through. There is going to be some trickle-down trade that comes through. I don't know who it's going to be. Trevor's story is still out there to yeah. be traded. There are still possibilities of a move happening. Yeah, um, I don't know who it would be left. Uh, but but yeah, that would be the thing. And I, I don't want to uh, discount your analysis of the numbers, um, but those checking in with us today live, I think they were looking for us to be traded. I think that's why the numbers are bigger. And as I, as I sit there and I say this, I am just, and I, I am saying this as I look at the account and I make sure they are verified accounts. Jesse Rogers of ESPN who covers the major who covers MLB for the White Sox and the Cubs for ESPN.com just tweeted out per a source John Lester is going to the Cardinals. <laughs> really? <laughs> I told you we should start this show at three o'clock. Maybe we should have pushed it back to 3.15. I'm just telling, and, and I sat here and I'm looking to make sure that this is a, a verified account that, that is saying this. Huh. So there, John Lester with the Nationals this season, um, that, that's coming from Jesse Rogers. And I, I, I 
I, I know that you weren't happy with what the Cardinals just did at the trade deadline, but Rammer, I, if that if that is true, what do you what do you think of that? Let's go. Let's go for what we know is real first. Oh, did we even did we mention Barrios? Earlier? We did anyway. not. No, no. Um, so I don't really get um, the first deal, Gant and Hap. Um, J.A. Hap, fact, by the way, because I confused you with the text yeah, I sent you, but, so let's not confuse the viewers. J.A. Hap, the left-handed former Philly and Astro starter who was with the Twins. Yes. I would have been pissed off with either half. Um, <laughs> there's probably some underlying stuff that we're not aware of, but it seems to me we traded right-handed shit for left-handed shit. And, and I, that is not casting aspersions on those two gentlemen. By all accounts, Gant's a really good guy. He won some games. He's had some good seasons for the Cardinals. But it's clear the Cardinals lost confidence in him being able to throw strikes. And I wonder if he lost confidence in himself. But you trade him for Hap, his ERA is almost infinity. Uh, Whatever. Okay. Uh, Yeah, I'm – I'm just I'm going through here and I'm looking and I I think Jeff Jones I think put it the best when uh, when he said I, I think one of the reasons you go and you get a guy like Hap is to get rid of to, to, to let Johan Oviedo pitch in AAA. I don't think he needed it. Well, but you already had. I'm, I'm, they're the same guy. They just throw from different sides of the plate. I don't get it. But you but you don't it, it you don't worry about it. You don't but, you know mess with his hurt, progress. It doesn't, hurt, it doesn't hurt the team. It doesn't help the team. It's inconsequential in my view. However, if there's any truth to the Lester thing, it is a nice um, nice stopgap to try and hold you get you a couple of wins in August while you're waiting for Flaherty and Michaelis to come back and maybe he ends up as your fifth starter if everybody were healthy. He's not who he was a couple of years ago when the Cubs were winning it all. He is not that guy anymore, but he's a pro, and um, he's a guy he can maybe get you a couple wins. So I'm okay with it if it's true. Yeah, and I I just – I mean, I I look at it more as a way to eat innings, but if this this John Lester trade actually happens, I don't – I'd have to look at what his numbers have been this year in in D.C., it's, but it's a, a starter. You went out and you got a starter. And as of right yeah. now, it does not appear that the Cardinals made any kind of upgrades to, I guess, shortstop would be the, would be the big upgrade that would be, that, that needed to be made. Right. Well, I felt they've needed bats since last year. I've said it a hundred times on this show. Um, Rammer, uh, just, to, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Uh, Jesse Doherty right now of the, he covers the nationals for the Washington posts. He also is on the John Lester to the Cardinals deal. It is John Lester for Lane Thomas. Okay, that's fine. They need, hey, they need somebody to take the field, meaning uh, DC. So, so they, they, they've moved some guys. They need some people to be able to actually go out and play in the field. So Lane will get a shot there. And Lester, like I say, um, uh, worst case, he's, He's past his prime, and you're probably no worse off than you are with the guys you're throwing this weekend anyway. And best case is um, uh, 
he reaches back into time a little bit and can give you uh, give you ten starts that are fr- decent or good and um, helps you get through these uh, next two weeks with games you can win and tries and get you back in the race. I I think it's uh, I think it's fine, but I would caution fans not to get caught up into uh, the John Lester name. Um, I don't think he, he is who he was, uh, but that doesn't mean he can't be who he was a few times between now and the end of the season. I know that we don't have all of the details, all of the trades in front of us right now. We're not sure exactly. You know, we we can't sit here and uh, go over each one individually. Um, but as you, uh, from the ones that you have seen go, go that that we've gone through, who would you say is the biggest winner? of the trade deadline right now? Well, here's one that if you just put it on a ledger ledger sheet, you wouldn't say it, but I've not been able to figure out how the Giants win. And I just don't like their offense, but they've been good clutch. I, I just haven't seen it. Now they put another legitimate guy to go with Posey. Maybe that's enough. But having said all that, it's got to be the Dodgers. It's got to be the Dodgers. Um, where you can have um, uh, two big time, two of the best shortstops in the game playing together. Uh, they, they just really, really, really loaded up. And I think that might be more than the two left-handed hitters the Yankees landed because I think the Dodgers pitching was already better. The Yankees did a very nice job in balancing out and lengthening their lineup. Um, so those, to me, might be the two biggest winners. I think the White Sox were already great, um, and they became a little greater. But I would, I, would say, I would say Dodgers, Yankees, and an interesting nod to the Giants. Yeah, I, I think uh, just the, what the Yankees did to upgrade their offense, going out and getting Rizzo and Gallo, in Yankee Stadium, getting two left-handed right. bats right. out there. Uh, that, uh, and it's, you know, it, it's just the rich getting richer when you talk about the Yankees and Dodgers going out and, and doing what they uh, what they did. You so, know, the Yankees weren't rich, though. They were struggling. They needed to do it. But now, this is just off the top of my head, lineup nerd, if you go LeMahieu, Judge, Rizzo, Stanton, Gallo, holy cow. That's you could, I mean, yeah, you're going back and forth, left, right, left, right. And you, you look at how many of these guys also, you know, are going to be free agents at the end of this offseason, too, that are just rentals and what went back in some of these deals. Um, the Mets getting Baez, they gave up a, a, yeah. a big amount to get that. So now the Mets have, I, I know Lindor right now is hurt, but you have Baez and Lindor as your middle infield. <laughs> yeah, the uh, and so that that rivals um, that rivals what the Dodgers offer. I like the Dodgers pair a little bit better, Lindor. But you know, he's a guy that been it's been a head scratcher why he wasn't great all year. He was picking it up before he got hurt. So maybe those two together kind of light a fire for both of them. Um, uh, but I like Seager and Story a little bit better. Um, uh, it, it'll be really interesting and. And I understand Seager will play short and they'll move uh, Turner to second. Um, I, I really didn't know which one's considered a better defensive shortstop, but uh, I looked at some numbers. They seem pretty close. 
but what it does, it allows Taylor to go to the outfield. Now, Dave Roberts has really hung in there with a guy who's been great for him in Cody Bellinger. Does this give Roberts leave to put Bellinger on the bench more? Or is he going to stick with him, not only stick with him, but stick with him hitting fourth or fifth? I mean, it's been a nightmare for Bellinger. So does it allow him to stick with him because he's got so many good parts around him? Or does it allow him to take him out because there are good legitimate all-star replacements? So lineup nerd guy will be following that to see how Dave Roberts plays it. Yeah, as as I mean, God, you just uh, you look at some of these benches of some of these teams. I think we talked about it the other day with the uh, the um, Padres. I mean, they're putting Hosmer on the bench after after all the. I mean, the the length that yeah. some of these teams are at right now, going into the postseason, is is really fun to watch and fun to talk about with some of these teams. So that is. Uh, yeah, it is. You know, and when you talk about the Cardinals, um, well, we pro- we don't know if we can make it. We're too far back. You could look at two or three of these trades, put those players, uh, in particular Scherzer and Turner. Uh, I think that would have made the Cardinals better than the Brewers. I, I, I sincerely believe that. Um, now, I'm not saying the Dodgers were going to – we're going to – are the Nats were going to listen to the Cardinals, but I'm just saying to say, oh, well, there's nothing that really the Cardinals could do uh, because they're too far back and blah, blah, blah. Um, I respectfully disagree. If those same deals would have been available. Yeah. I, um, I, I'm scrolling through here, just trying to make sure I'm not missing anything. Uh, but here you go. The, uh, this from Brandon Kylie of, um, of 101. ESPN here. It could be your Cardinals rotation by the end of today. Uh, Rammer, Adam Wainwright, J.A. Happ, John Lester, Wade LeBlanc, and KK. Uh, three lefties, three lefties. Rammer, the average age of those five gentlemen, 37 years old. Yeah. Um, a stopgap, and uh, I'm not sure why you're there. Um, those are the two acquisitions. So um, that list doesn't impress me at all. No, no. So there you go. There you have it. Uh, John Lester, or I should say John Gant and J.A. Happ, they uh, they swap dugouts for uh, for tonight. I think they should just have them start against each other. I, I think that's the way they should uh, they should just do that. The Cubs also just traded another guy. Jake Marisnik just went to the Padres. So the Cubs. Yeah, so I, the Padres. You know, the Padres really loaded that bench up now. You mentioned it. And maybe the Padres, even though, you know, um, take a couple guys out of the lineup and put them on the bench, you say, you know, uh, but when we compare that to teams like the Cardinals, who, no offense to anybody, really don't have a bench, now you got a stud starting lineup. you got legitimate former starters who can come off the bench and and, uh, give you an opportunity to deliver. they're very, very deep, and uh, the it was already. Now the National League West, um, uh, that's going to be their own uh, Superliga. 
Hey, Rammer, the uh, a guy that you covered uh, for uh, for many years, Tony Larusa, and you watched the way that he manipulated a bullpen day in and day out, and then got to the postseason and just, I, I mean, just went absolutely batshit when it came to the way that he uh, he, he did uh, handle that in some of the games. He went out, and uh, the White Sox go and get Craig Kimbrell to uh, to uh, back up Liam Hendricks, or one way or the other. That uh, that is a frightening end to a bullpen there with really those two is. at the back end with some of the other arms they have there as well. It'll be really fun to watch Larusa manage in the playoffs with those two. You know what? You know what he'll be able to do is you don't worry about not have. Let's say you have close games that that you're leading or tied three or four in a row. You don't worry about wearing anybody out. No. You got it that night. I got it this night. See you tomorrow. Got you the next day. Bring on the close games because we have no problem doing it. And if guys need work, one or the other can be the setup guy. It's a it's a beautiful situation for the skipper. So the Cardinals, uh, back to the Cardinals. They start a three-game series tonight against the Twins. And we, uh, well, going into it, we thought it was going to be Jose Barrios on the mound for the uh, for Minnesota. It will now be Griffin Jacks. Griffin Jacks on the mound, number 83 in the uh, in the Twins program. He's 1-1 one one with a 748 ERA. Uh, he does throw right-handed, though, Rammer. I know earlier you were concerned about a lefty on the mound. We never heard of, yeah. Two hitting the Cardinals. Uh, it is a righty on the mound. Yeah, so um, you brought this up earlier in the week about the Cardinals having a 13-game stretch where uh, they, if they're going to get back into this, they must not only compete for these 13 games, they've really got to dominate and um, uh, because time's running out. And normally you say the dog days of August, let's just survive, let's play decent ball and get there. Cardinals have to make up ground. And I'm going to be Joe Roderick for a moment and tell you the number. I really feel like if the Cardinals can't win 10 out of 13, the season's probably over, not because of who it's against now. I mean, yeah, you got to do it against them, and it's possible, but because then after that, You've got a really, really tough stretch of very competitive teams, and it's going to be difficult. It would be unreasonable to expect that kind of a winning percentage in that next segment of games. So you got to make hay now if you're going to survive the end of August and into September. Yeah, this August schedule is uh, is very appealing for a team that wants to make a run as they are seven and a half games back of the second wild card spot. They're nine games back right now of the uh, of the brewers so they they need a lot of teams to play bad baseball and a lot of those teams just got a whole lot better today but again if, if they're going to stay a 500 team none of this matters none of, i mean they they don't need to be a 600 they need to be a 700 team the rest of the way out with uh 60 games left on the schedule this year they well, they need to win i think uh, 40 as, I, I disagree i think 40 and 20 they catch the brewers but i just don't know if it's doable it's God. That means the Brewers would have to go. Uh, I mean, play about 500 baseball. So yeah, but if you're if you're playing them, you know, if you get six or seven or eight of those out yeah. of 40, it kind of starts to flip the numbers. Yeah. So we will uh, we will be back with you on Monday for the uh, for the show. Go over what happened this weekend 
as I as I sit here one more time and I hit refresh rammer and I see if any other trades have uh, have possibly trickled in that are of any note and I don't see it. Uh, the Twins traded another reliever, Hansel Robles. So that's one less guy that'll be in the uh, bullpen for the Twins this uh, this weekend. Before we get out of here, Rammer, though, uh, this show brought to you by Munganass St. Louis Acura and our friends at Royal Banks. Yeah, with all the deals going on, you don't really worry about that with Royal Banks because you want a bank that is steady, that you have confidence in them, that they, are, they, they work for you in a steady, non-reckless way. Royal Banks has has really been that bank, folks, for over half a century. That's why they continue to grow. And while they grow, they feel like your neighborhood bank. You feel like you walk in, you know them, and you trust them to help you reach your financial goals. 314-212-1500 or online at royalbanksofmo.com. Royal As Bank we do each, oh, go ahead. Royal Banks for better service means better banking. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. Uh, today's hat. I'm, I'm trying to. I don't know what that is. What uh, What are we looking at today? That's Ursuline Academy, uh, the girls' high school in St. Louis. My daughter and wife are both grads. Um, my wife's the all-time leading scorer and rebounder, and uh, my daughter won a volleyball district championship. And so we're Ursuline people. Uh, hey, so we're going high school today. This is the Alton High School alumni baseball hat. I have my the alumni game. I it's like gonna, it. If it's not tomorrow, it'll be Sunday. It'll be played this weekend with the way the forecast is uh, looking. Yeah, I designed these. Good so I designed these just for the uh, just for the game. Red on the uh, red on the back. So nice. Yeah. I, I tell you what, at being at the All Star game a few weeks ago and seeing all the teams in their uniforms, the Orioles have the best hat. The hmm. Baltimore Orioles have the best hat. I have thought that for a while with the white front and the colors on the back, and that's kind of who I borrowed uh, my the idea from when I when I made this. So I generally, although I really like your Alton hat, I generally don't love the different colored panels. Having said that, when the Expos came into existence in 1969, I went out and got one the tricolor hat immediately, and. As admittedly ugly as the old Padres and sometimes new Padres with the brown and the and the must the the, the brown and the uh, mustard yellow kind of dingy yellow and the tricolored hat I are double colored Padres hats I've always kind of had a thing for them too so there are exceptions and your hat is one of them we uh we I'm I'm actually going to be heading out the door here soon we have a golf outing the the night before. And uh, we have two members of the 1951 st second place state uh, state runner-up team that will uh, that will be attending the golf outing tonight and the game tomorrow. That's 1951 Rammer. They are 88 years old. They're coming out to golf with us uh, tonight. That is tremendous, and a tip of the cap to them. Absolutely. I gave up golf two years ago. These at 34, these guys are still doing it at 88. Uh, so I cannot wait to meet them tonight. And uh, here's hoping for a, a nice weather this weekend and some Cardinal victories as uh, we'll be back, as I said, on Monday to break it all down. This has been another edition of Daily Cards here on ClavesOnline.com, presented by Munganass St. Louis Acura and Royal Banks of Missouri. I'm Joe Roderick. He's Bob Ramsey. Back with you on Monday, everybody. 
St. Louis Acura has an unbeatable selection of new cars, like the new TLX with $2,500 in loyalty conquest offers and 0.9% financing for up to 60 months. We have all new 22 MDXs with 1.9% financing for up to 60 months or get a great deal on a new lease. You can get the 21 Acura ILX as low as $239 per month for 36 months or the new 21 Acura RDX for as little as $399 per month for 36 months. St. Louis Acura, better than ever for you.